Father, we honor you. We thank you for this worship experience on this first Sunday. We ask that you be with us. Bless us. Speak to us afresh. Grant that we hear you. In Jesus' name, we do pray. And every believer said, Amen. We've been talking for the last few weeks on this new series, which it's almost over. I have one more and I'm going to close this. Uh, but I want to talk again from the word, wait it out. And this is part five. I think it's one or two left, but Isaiah 40, 29 says, He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Wait it out. I am um, so grateful this morning for the spirit in this place. The, there's a great anointing. Just it, You can just feel it. It, it, it just it, it's tremendous. I pray you feel what what we can feel in here. It's just, my God, the anointing is, is strong. It's in this place. And I, and I guess maybe God wants me to just talk to someone and talk to all of you this morning. This theme is weighted out. I This past week has been interesting. Um, uh, I watched um, a little bit of Shaquille O'Neal's new show. And Shaq is a seven foot three inch tall man. There he is, big Shaq, Shaq Diesel. Wonderful personality, robust. Shaq talked about after his playing career was over, there was almost a sense of being lost. And all major athletes talk about it because it's like you, you live for the roar. He said at one point it got to the place where he would go to the restaurant to eat just because when people saw him, they would applaud and it would soothe him just a little bit. But he needed a bigger roar, so he ended up becoming a DJ so he could do big concerts and get the roar. He was fighting in himself the sense of lostness after what you have is taken away. In his case, it was retirement. And Father Time, as Charles Barkley would say, is undefeated. The truth of the matter is that whenever we lose things in our life that were a part of us there's such a sense of lostness we, we, we try to figure out how do I survive this and, and sometimes it causes us to, to struggle it, it, it really does it puts us in a place of, of interior panic some people who are struggling now with, as a result of the coronavirus, you know, they, they go out some but not enough. They, they may go to the grocery store to uh, get some pickup food or whatever, but, but because their routines are off, there's such a sense of lostness, such a sense of, of missing out. I, I was thinking about this because... Um, about 22, 25 athletes recently have come out and have expressed uh, issues with mental illness. And the loudest voice among them has been Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is a multi-time swimming champion. He is a phenom in the water. 
this man has won more gold medals than I believe anyone. He is amazing. And he came out talking about it because as a result of the coronavirus, the Olympics that were scheduled to be held this summer had to be put off. So all of those athletes who had been working their entire lives for that crescendo moment, for that, in some cases, only a few seconds for that, that uh, event to happen, were now lost in, how, what do I do with myself now? Yes. What do I do with myself now? People who are used to training couldn't go to their training places. And he came out talking about it because of the struggle with his own mental health during that season of even as he was a great athlete, still struggling with his thoughts and mind and what was going on inside of him. That difficult battle of the, the mind and spirit that, that happens. And he was worried about other athletes who had been preparing, who had been getting ready, and now what are they going to do? What's going to happen to them? Can we get them help? Most of you probably are aware of and if you're not, you really should just Google search and YouTube binge Simone Biles. This young lady is the most phenomenal. Look at her stretched out there in that beautiful picture. Thank you, Solomon. This is just wonderful to see her. She is the most decorated female gymnast ever, ever, E-V-E-R, ever, 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 ever. And she talked about her own struggles with her mental health, with what's going on in her spirit. And, and, I, and I thought about this. I, it came up on me like a rushing mighty wind about this issue because there, there's in this text, there's some admissions about human life and the existence in the world that the text makes which is not necessarily an intentional word to us. But if we look at it closely by what is being said, we can figure out why it's being said. And it's interesting to me of what is there because the text does something. It makes some admissions. It admits some things. And the first admission there is that, 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 that the need for renewal, because if you need to be renewed, it means you lost something. So, so the admission here is the need for renewal is an admission that life will cause you to be depleted. Yes, yes. The only reason you need to be renewed is you've been depleted. You don't put gas in a full car. I saw the funniest thing the other day. A guy got a brand new Tesla, and he went into a, a gas station, and he was standing at the gas station trying to get gas, and he's going all around trying to figure out how to put gas in it. What he, what he failed to realize is a Tesla is electric. And nobody would tell him, it was a brand new car, nobody would tell him that he was at the wrong place. And the only reason he was stopping is because the indicator in his vehicle was saying, you are depleted. But he was at the wrong place to get filled up. I, I want to I make this suggestion. 
depletion is not a permanent deficiency. Depletion is not a permanent deficiency. Oh, that, that, that'll preach right there. Yes, you get depleted. Yes, you get tired. Yes, you get warm. Depletion is not a permanent deficiency. The reason why he says he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength is because that which they lost can be restored. That which has given out can be refreshed, renewed, re-energized, reinvigorated. God has an ability to restore us. Depletion is not a permanent deficiency. And I need you to get in your spirit because if you're going through right now and if you're struggling these days now and you're feeling weary and worn and wounded, I, I don't want you to give up because I want you to realize that, that your depletion is not a permanent deficiency. Yes, it's a deficiency. Let's, let's be honest. Let's admit like the prophet does here. But let, let's actually say it. Yes, it's a deficiency. Yes, I'm going through. Don't, don't, don't act like you're not going through when you're going through. Go on. God is speaking. I'm going through, but I know this much. The operative word is through. I'm not in it to stay. I'm going through it. It's a season. It's not permanent. And the God that I serve is able to lift me above my deficiencies. That, that, that's good news. It, it, it ought to, as a matter of fact, that's the kind of good news that ought to make you want to get up and shout. Yes, yes, yes. It, it ought to make you excited to know that you're not alone. It ought to make you excited to know that God sees you. And that it's not permanent. I, 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 I often put it like this, and, and you ought to tell somebody this in your life circle. You ought to tell them, now is not forever. You, 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 need, to go, you need to pass that word. Whenever somebody starts getting feeling like they're, they're not going to make it, tell them, now is not forever. We're, we're in the middle of it now, but now is not forever. Now is not forever. It's not permanent. It's, it's something. This is a season. It's not forever. Now is not forever. Just because you go through weeping may endure for a night. That's the now. But joy comes in the morning. Now God's going to make the morning come. Now is not forever. You're... you're, 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 you're your God that you serve. Depletion is not permanent deficiency. But but the second thing that that jumped out on my mind and 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 and, and I'm I, I, I just ooh it spoke to my spirit because when I read verse twenty nine, I read it in two translations, and in the in the um, the, the 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 Jewish Bible, the complete Jewish Bible, it says this. Verse 29 says, he invigorates the exhausted. He gives strength to the powerless. That's the complete Jewish Bible. He invigorates the exhausted. He gives strength to the powerless. And it reminded me of something. Again, this is another admission for that the text is given here. The need for renewal is an admission that life will cause you to be discouraged. 
Life will cause you to be discouraged. Uh, life will cause you to be discouraged. Somebody right now is feeling discouraged. Even though you know it's not permanent, you, you, you're discouraged. You, you can't wait for this thing to be over. You're feeling discouraged. Uh, but I want I want to put this word to you here that that discouragement is not a persistent desert. Discouragement is not a persistent desert. I know you feel like you're in the desert all by yourself, but discouragement is not a persistent desert. You are going to realize that it's going to be over, and even though you may feel like you're all alone, it's not going to be there persistent always. Discouragement is not a persistent desert. I, you know, sometimes you feel dry. Sometimes you feel like, like you can't make it. You, you have no resource of, of water to drink. You feel like the sun is beating on you and you just can't get to the shade. You feel like there's no oasis in the middle of all of the sand that is around you. But I came to let you know that it's not a persistent desert. Sooner or later, the discouragement is going to disappear and be dispelled by God. God's encouragement into your soul. Thank you, Lord. Uh, you know, here, th this is important. The word strength in the text says he, I like the word says he invigorates the exhausted because somebody feels exhausted. Ah, preach what? But the word strength in the text relates both to physical strength as in muscular prowess and dexterity and to emotional assistance. I want to just put this out to you. You ought to holler at somebody, just tell them, you are not alone, help is on the way. That, that'll preach right there. You are not alone, help is on the way. You are not, boy, if we were in church right now, somebody would run. There, there's a run, you got to know, you're not alone, help is on the way ah that's good news that's that's good news you, you, you know the dictionary.com defines that, that word there it puts it like this it says something or someone that gives one strength or a source of power or encouragement sustenance and it gives the example the bible was strength and joy i thought i'd help somebody here god has strength for you even in this season, even in this season, I know it feels like it's persistent. I know it feels like it ain't going to give up, but, it, but God has strength. You know, uh, the contemporaneous with, with Isaiah is, is Jeremiah. They, they, they're dealing on the same kind of captivity issues and what's going on. And, and, and Jeremiah and Jeremiah 8 asked the question, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? I, Jeremiah 8 and 22. I, our ancestors took that and they, they began to think about it because of all that they were going through in slavery, all that they were being oppressed by in this United States, all that they were going through in, in, in second class citizenship and the dehumanization of their lives, all that they were going through in the kind of imperialism and supremacy that created certain issues in life, all that they were going through, they still would look to God and they would 
lift up that verse and said, yeah, there is a bomb in Gilead to, to make the wounded whole. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. And, and, and I, love, I love the verse that says, sometime I feel discouraged and think my work's in vain. But then the Holy Spirit, that'll shout right there. But then the Holy Spirit revives my soul again. I got good news for you. I got good news for you, 21st century saints. The Holy Spirit is going to revive your soul. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is going to revive you up. I, I, need to, I need to talk to someone here. Because, you know, you've come so far in God and you're doing so well in God and God is blessing you and you're blessed of God and you, you know, and, and now all of a sudden you feel like this is a setback to who you are. You, this is a setback to your relationship with God. You thought you were better than that. I, I didn't think I'd have to deal with that anymore. And now I feel like I'm struggling again. No, baby, you're not back where you were. You, you, might, you might have some issues as a result of going through this season here. And yeah, stuff might be a little funny. I know you thought, I'm stronger than this. I'm better than this. I'm the only one. No, you're not the only one. Everybody's experienced this crisis in different ways, but we're all going through something. You got to know that. Yes. And, and, and the text actually speaks to that because the text says, in case you don't know it, let me illustrate this issue of getting exhausted by looking at young people because it says, even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Ah, look, I want to help you here. You're not alone. Other folks are going through. People are dealing. And you're going to deal too. You're going to make it because you're going to make it. God is still God. I got to close I gotta hurry up. So last point, last point. I just want to raise this last, last thing because it's another admission. Because the text thing goes on to this crazy thing. I think it's just, just blame crazy. Because wait a minute, how you gonna? Those who wait shall renew their strength. Go back to the same strength renewal dialogue kind of thing. And then he says we're gonna do some freaky stuff. We're going to mount up on eagle's wings. I know Deacon Glenn wants to sing fly, eagles fly. That's not that kind of eagle's wings. We're going to run and not be weary. And we're going to walk and not faint. I just... Here, here, here. The need for renewal is an admission that life will cause you to have to become durable. Durable. Yeah, yeah. You're going to you're gonna have to be able to deal with some stuff. You're going to have to become durable. 
You, you, in this time, either you're going to learn how to do, endure and become durable or you're going to be defeated. So I want to tell you, you look at your, yourself in the mirror and say, I'm durable. I can make it. I, I might go through some stuff, but I'm durable. I'll take a licking and keep on ticking. I'm durable. Knock me down. I'm getting back up. I'm durable. You think you put me out? God took me back in. I'm durable. Wait a minute. I, I'm, about to, I'm about to close. I feel, a, I feel a rush in my spirit. Can, can I give you the key line? Durability is not a placebo. It's divinity. A placebo is something fake, imitation that someone might give you to tell you this will work, but it, 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 there's nothing in it. But in this situation, when I tell you God is making you durable, I want to tell you this right now. God's divinity is going to be what keeps you, and you ought to tell somebody, but God. But God. I couldn't make it on my own, but God. I, I can't. See, you can't do that stuff in the text. You can't fly on eagle's wings in the text. You can't run and not get weary in your humanity. You can't walk and not faint in your humanity. But God, but God will give you the wings of an eagle. But God will give you running power. But God will give you walking power. But God, don't you worry about this thing right now. The God you serve, the God you serve will say, wait it out, I'm taking care of you. But God, there's durability. It's not a placebo. When I tell you that God is with you, I'm not just trying to fill your head up and make you feel good. I'm trying to remind you of that which you know. That's why you feel a quickening in your spirit right now. It resonates with the Holy Ghost inside of you. And you know the God we serve is able. Now under him that's able to keep me from falling. Now under him that's able to bless me anyhow. Now under him that's able to get me through a hard season. Now under him that's able to pick me up when I'm feeling down. Now unto him that's able to bless my heart, my mind, and my soul. Now unto him that's able. He's able, he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able, he's able. I wait on him, I wait on him, I wait on him. Because if I wait on him, he's going to renew my strength. This is the word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. He's going to renew my strength. He'll do it with God. We can run. And when we can't run, we can walk. But we keep on moving. We keep on moving.